Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. If your diet doesn't include these two things, you, my friend, are screwed. These two things are critical for your diet. Let's start with saying this first of all. The topic of nutrition is jam-packed with different ideas, different opinions, different points of view with thousands of diets out there. And I understand why there is so much confusion. I understand of why one day we are told this these kinds of foods are good to eat and then the next day we are told that they are bad. Obviously, I'm exaggerating, but you get what I'm trying to say. There is constantly, we are constantly being bombarded with conflicting points of view. There's lots of articles out there that are saying eat this way. There's a lot of articles out there that are saying eat the complete opposite. There is a lot of tribalism. There is a lot of strong beliefs for particular ways of eating. And it's become almost like a cult and a cult following to certain kinds of diets and whether you've got the guys and the gals in the keto section, whether they are vegans, whether they're carnivores, whether they're vegetarians, pescatarians. I mean, there is so many of these subgroups of people that believe that their way of eating is the way and their way of eating is the best. And anything outside of the way that they eat is stupid, silly, and inferior. So I can completely understand of how nutrition can be so confusing because of all of these things, especially in probably the last five years with the increase, increased amount of social media and how powerful and influential social media can be. And obviously people that are influencers on social media have a particular way of eating and we tend to follow the way of what people are saying. And the intent for today's podcast is to just decipher through all of the confusion. And look, I'm definitely not claiming to be the nutrition guru. I'm not claiming to have all the answers like freaking Google does, but I've learned a lot of shit on this topic in the 15 years that I've been a personal trainer. So I feel that I have a place a two cents to give with this topic. So I'm definitely not going to be giving you nutrition advice that you can follow to the T, but what I am going to be sharing with you is things that I have learned along the way, mainly with a lot of, a lot of stuff ups that I've made with my own mistakes with nutrition, mainly some of the mistakes that I have made with my clients, poor things. When I started as a trainer, I had no idea what I was talking about. So sorry for those clients and shout out to any of them that are listening, but I'm definitely not be, not claiming to be the nutrition guru, but I certainly have learned some things along the way of the 15 years that I've been a personal trainer, and I'm going to be sharing with you some of them on today's podcast. I see, I hear many, many mistakes when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to eating, and when I'm out 
out and about, when I'm in the gyms, I hear lots of conversations. Sometimes when I forget my headphones, I hear more conversations than I would like, but there is lots of misinformation out there. There is lots of stuff that maybe started off with the truth or having some element of the truth and some kind of element of results, but then it kind of, as it got retold down the line, it started to become more and more crappy advice. And I see this happen quite a bit and I hear this happening quite a bit with nutrition because the problem is with nutrition, we have this weird thing where we attach our entire belief system, our entire sense of worth on our diet for some kind of weird reason. And (laughs) what that means is if I enjoy following a keto diet, for example, and I get into a conversation with a someone that's following a vegan diet, you can almost guarantee there's going to be some kind of friction. You can almost guarantee there's going to almost be a punch-up fight because we are so strongly into our ideas, into our beliefs, and we have wrapped for some weird reason, we have wrapped our diets around our beliefs, around our self-worth. And I think that this topic of nutrition explains why this topic of nutrition can be quite triggering for so many people. So what we're going to do is we're going to navigate around the politics and navigate around the tribalism and the tribalistic behavior. And we're going to get to the two fundamental meat and potatoes, the nuts and bolts of nutrition, regardless of what diet you follow, regardless of what your beliefs are around nutrition, regardless of what you have had or have not had success with. These two tips that I'm going to be sharing with you today are going to navigate around all of that because I thought it would be good to talk about two things that could apply to most people when it comes to the nutrition. And these two things that you should be knowing with your diet are especially true and relevant if your one of your main goals is weight loss, is fat loss, which majority of my audience and my client base is. Most people, to some degree, are wanting a level of fat reduction, weight loss, whatever you want to call it. So these two tips are especially relevant if one or if your main goal is fat loss or your couple of main goals that you are wanting to achieve in the future are weight loss, fat loss which mind you, there is a difference between weight loss and fat loss, but I did an entire podcast, different podcast on that. So make sure you go and check that out because I'm not getting into it today because that was about a half an hour discussion on the difference between weight loss and fat loss. Anywho, let's get back to the topic of the two things that are critical for your diet. And let's first get into the mistake that is being the two main common mistakes that are being made. Look, there's plenty of mistakes that are being made with nutrition that I have seen and I've heard over the 15 years that I've been a personal trainer, but these two tend to happen the most often. And my, in my opinion, they are two of the biggest problems when it comes to the nutrition aspect of people's weight loss journey. So let's get into mistake number one. 
Mistake number one is going to be one of those real obvious, like, oh, of course, duh, Daniel. Of course, that is mistake number one. But what I have found with this mistake is that although it's very, very obvious, that does not mean that it's not very common that this mistake is being made. And that is the way that someone is eating is just not getting them the result that they are wanting. For example, they are wanting some kind of fat reduction. They are trying to get rid of that belly fat. They're trying to get rid of that insulation that is around the hips, the lower back, the belly button, all of that juicy insulation, that fat around the midsection. And the way that they're eating is certainly not doing anything to combat that and to reduce that. So not getting results. It's Yes, obviously, it sounds like it would be a duh moment, but I see so many people that are following a particular diet that just isn't getting them the results. So obviously that is important because if you are going to be putting extra energy and effort and momentum and mental brain space and money into the way that you are eating, then I think, and I'm sure you do as well, any reasonable person would think that it needs to get a certain result. And if you are putting this extra effort in, this time, this money, this brain space into changing the way that you eat and it doesn't get you the desired result of fat loss to the degree of what you want it to, then I think that that is a pretty failed system. And that, although being obvious, I see plenty of people, although the way that they are eating is not getting them to where they exactly want to be, they continue doing it, which I think is pretty silly. But the reason of I think of why they continue to do it is because they're left in this no man's land where what they were, how they were eating and what their diet was like before they made these changes was getting them the result. These new changes that they're making with their diet aren't getting them the result either. So it's like they're fucking, (laughs) they're in no man's land where they have no idea what to do and what the next steps should look like. So I get it. I get that if the old way didn't work and then the new way doesn't work, then what is there to be done? Like what can they do with the limited knowledge that they have? And, And maybe you have been in this situation where you have been caught, where you really want to achieve fat loss to some degree and you have made certain changes with your nutrition with the limited knowledge that you have but it just hasn't got you the result that you were wanting so you're kind of left in this position do I go back to what I was doing and how I was eating before the changes or do I just continue doing something that doesn't get me the result and from my experience I have learned that most people just go back to what they were doing before whether consciously or subconsciously they realize it, they just end up going back to what they were doing before because although it didn't get them the result of what it is that they are after with their fat loss, it's familiar and it's comfortable and it's something that they uh, they know very well. And we are very much creatures of habit. Us human beings, we love, especially us guys, we love shit that is comfortable. We love stuff that we can relate to. We love stuff that 
stays within our comfort zone. And that means that we almost always end up going back to how we were eating before because, yes, it might not get us the result, but it also is going to be familiar. It's going to be comfortable. And that's generally where most guys go revert back to as their set point for their nutrition. So I want to share with you the tip if you are in this position or have been in this position of what you can do and something that you need to understand from a fundamentals when it comes to nutrition and fat loss is you need to understand the actual mechanism that is the only way in the history of time that anyone has ever been able to achieve fat loss with the changes that they have made in their diet. There's no such thing as the way to eat. There's no special foods. There is nothing special about anyone that has made changes with their diet and has achieved some kind of fat loss result. It literally all goes back to the one mechanism on the reason of why so many diets have been have worked for people so many ways have it so many people have achieved fat loss with so many different ways and that is because they all work on the mechanism of a calorie deficit that's it literally the only reason of why entering any diet you can think of in the since the history of time has ever worked for someone it works along a side what we call a canon a calorie or an energy deficit that simply just means the amount of calories being burnt on a particular day has exceeded the amount of calories that have been consumed so for ease of numbers let's say 1000 calories have been consumed on that particular day, but you have burnt 1,200 calories on that particular day. That would leave you with a 200 calorie deficit. And of course, if you continue to do your 200 calorie deficit over the, the space of a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months, you will of course lose weight. So that is the most simple way that I can explain why so many diets can achieve the same result. Why, you know, so many people that have been able to achieve their results, if they have been able to achieve it, chances are there's been plenty of different ways that they have done it, following different methods with nutrition. And essentially, that is the only mechanism that fat loss occurs is, has there been a deficit in calories? If the answer is yes, weight loss occurs. If the answer is no, weight loss does not occur. And this is completely irrelevant of the food, the diet, the style, the timing of the eating. It does not matter. It all works on the same premise of a calorie deficit. So next time you hear Barry at the barbecue raving on about a particular way of eating and how it's amazing, how it's changed his life, you need to point him to the direction of this podcast and help him to understand Barry. There is nothing special about the way that you ate Barry. Barry is obviously a made up word. But entering whatever example of the person, everyone's got a Barry in their life. Remind Barry that there is nothing special about the, the diet that he followed. There's nothing magic about it. It's literally that it got him into a calorie deficit. And that is the only reason of why he achieved fat loss. Cool. So now let's get into mistake number two. And this one here 
is by far out of the two the most common and that is it is too difficult to stick to in the long term too unsustainable too many steps too hard to do and i see this happen so many freaking times with people making changes to their diet and they will go from having a rubbish diet filled with snacks, filled with alcohol, filled with kebabs and pizzas and Doritos and all the kind of yummy shit, that high calorie, high fat stuff. They'll have a terrible diet and then they'll say something to the effect of, that's it. When Monday hits, I'm cutting out the pizza. I'm cutting out the pasta. I'm cutting out the alcohol. I'm cutting out all of the shit that I like eating. And they literally turn their entire way of eating upside down and they follow some stupid, rigid bodybuilding style diet that they found from their friend or they printed out from the internet and that requires 45 steps to follow every single day, to weigh their food, to count the macros, and they've literally gone from one extreme to the other with their diet. And then week three, when they are absolutely hating those changes that they made and it's way too difficult to stick to and it certainly does not fit into their current lifestyle, then what do they do? What do you do? You've been in this position before. You quit and you say, fuck it. It's too hard. I'm not going to continue this. And then you just go back to what you were doing before. So this is such a common mistake. It's a mistake that I have plenty of my clients before they join my coaching program and learn how to sustainably make changes to their diet to get them long-term results and most importantly, keep it. This is definitely the biggest mistake, the most common mistake that I see guys making it. And that is, they're just too difficult. The change that changes that they made are just too unsustainable, too difficult, very unenjoyable. And what I will say is this, the changes that you make with your diet, you have to kind of enjoy it. You can't hate the way that you are eating because if you do, then you need to ask yourself the question, how long can I continue eating this particular way that I fucking hate? How long can I continue doing that for? Yeah, maybe you can do it for a couple of weeks. Maybe if you are super dedicated, you could even do it for a couple of months. But can you really ask yourself the question, can you really see yourself following a particular way of eating and making all these changes that are so rigid and unenjoyable and they take, they're so time consuming. Can you really see yourself doing it month in, month out, year in, year out? Most of the time from my experience, the answer is no. So then begs the question from Coach Dan, what the fuck is the point? What is the point in making any kind of changes to your nutrition if you can't see yourself eating like that for the next couple of months, the next couple of years, if you can't see yourself making this a permanent change, what the fuck is the point? And this is something that I get quite fired up about because I have never come across anyone that has successfully been able to follow a very rigid, a very, a very unenjoyable way of eating in the long term 
and they enjoyed the process and it got them the result. And it just does not happen because you will not continue eating a particular way, even if it gets you the best results in the world. If you fucking hate following it and you're counting down the days until it's over, then you've missed the entire point of how a sustainable way of changing your nutrition for your lifestyle actually even works. So there is no point, in my opinion, in making any changes to your diet if you feel that you cannot integrate it into your current lifestyle. This is the biggest take-home for today's podcast topic on nutrition is to make sure that whenever you are considering making changes or cleaning up your diet or whatever words you want to use, it needs to fit into your current lifestyle, not the other way around where you turn your lifestyle upside down to try to fit it into this stupid, rigid diet that you found on the internet or that your mate swears by or Barry from the local barbecue tells you to follow. So that is what you need to do to avoid the two biggest mistakes. So just to recap before we wrap it up, mistake number one is making sure that it's getting results or uh, the, the biggest mistake that people make is that they'll make changes and it won't even get them to where they want to be. So that's a complete fucking waste of time. And the second mistake is that it's too difficult to follow. It doesn't even matter if it gets a great result, if it feels unsustainable for you to stick with that particular way of eating, then you are not going to continue it. And if you aren't going to continue it, then you can wave goodbye to any of the result that it maybe got you in the short term. Because if you if you can't sustain it in the long term, in my opinion, it's a fucking very failed system. It's a very flawed system. And it should not be continued. And sometimes I hear people say, oh, you know, it's going to help kickstart my journey for weight loss. And I think that that's a stupid fucking way of looking at it because unless it feels sustainable to stick to in the long term and it lessen, unless it feels semi-enjoyable, I think that it is, it is a complete waste of time. So that is it for today's podcast and I hope you got value and I hope now that you understand at a deeper level of what the two biggest common most common mistakes that guys are making with their diet and most importantly I hope now you understand on how to avoid those two mistakes and to make sure that you follow a particular way of eating that is going to be sustainable that is going to get your results not one without the other making sure that it is a sustainable way of eating. You enjoy it and it gets you great results as well. So that is all from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. I appreciate your attention as always. We'll jump on tomorrow again and we'll chat about another topic. Have the best night of your entire life. I am out. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern-day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbod. 
or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word DadBod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.